say, I know the master this morning. Hallelujah. God bless you richly. God bless you musicians as we turn to the book of Hebrews. The chapter will be chapter 11. Um, the verse will be from verse 1 to 6. Hebrews 6, from verse 1 to 6. Do you mind if we read it together? Yeah, that's Hebrews 6, uh, from verse 1 to 6. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ... invite all to join us. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. This is an invitation, folks. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. And of faith toward to God. Of the doctrine of baptisms, of the doctrine of baptisms and, of laying on of hands, and of laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. This will we do if God permit. It doesn't mean that they are not important, but we will revisit them when God permits. Are we together? It doesn't mean that we entirely abolish them and say, we are done with them. When God permits, we revisit them. But the main objective, we need to move on to perfection. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened. And have tasted of the heavenly gift. And we made partakers of the, God, of the Holy Ghost. And have tasted the good word of God. And the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh. And put him to an open shame. Are we together? Amen. Amen. Now let's turn to 1 Corinthians 3, verse 1 to 3. If found, you can say Amen. Amen. found reason this manner, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. But as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Amen. So you've got to understand, we were reading in Hebrews, 
he said to the Hebrews, let us move on to perfection. But it comes to the Corinthians, he says, I cannot teach you spiritual things uh, uh, because you are carnal and still babes in Christ. Uh, we together. Then when you go to Ephesians, he says, according to the way he has chosen us in Christ before the foundation of the world. So every scripture or every literature that Paul wrote to the people, it reflected the maturity of that particular assembly. And I, as a pastor, my greatest desire always is that the model of the Ephesian church is the perfect one. Hallelujah. Are we together? We're quite studious on the way. And when Paul went to them, there was no confusion like the Corinthians. But it's not lost on me that you, as an individual, can reflect a particular church in the scripture. Hallelujah. You you decide for yourself. uh, You want you can be an efficient material, and another one can be a Corinthians material, and another one can become the Hebrew material, but in the same church. Uh, Did you get that one, folks? Amen. I have fed you with milk. Not with meat. Amen. For hitherto ye were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are ye able. So you could not teach the serpency to the Corinthians. You could not teach marriage and divorce to the Corinthians. You could not teach the revelation of the seven seals to the Corinthians. Are we together? But uh, what you could not teach to the Corinthians, you could go to the uh, Ephesians and preach predestination. Then you had a hallelujah day. Amen. While editing, not to keep you long, standing long, normally whenever we've got visiting ministers, I always would want to hear their feedback. After they've preached to the church, I want to say, did you have a good time? Do you think they understood what you were preaching about? And a lot of times if they say, Pastor, because once you are here, you can feel when people absorb. And you can feel when there is resentment. I are we together? And especially from the convention that we came from, I said, did you enjoy preaching the seven seals to them? They said, listen, I will do it over and again. Amen. That shows the level of the maturity of the congregation. Amen. For, this is the Corinthians, for ye are yet carnal. For ye are yet For whereas there is among you envy. Envy is when somebody does something for God. Somebody says, it should be me. Hallelujah. That creates envy. And strife. These these are constant battles in the church. Uh, A church that is always at each other's throat. God is not able to minister the spiritual diet to them. Uh, Are we together? And divisions. Amen. 
complexes within the church, they grieve the Holy Spirit. And remember, when you are all like this, from different backgrounds, a complex is easy to develop. It could be a plus complex. Uh, A rich man can have a complex that I don't want to speak to anybody that is less fortunate. Even a less fortunate person can have a complex. Are we together? It can take different forms. And sometimes some complexes can be racial. Sometimes can be tribal. Sometimes can be ageism as well. Are we together? An old man says, I'll never hear anything from a young man. And the young man says, I'll never hear anything from the old man. So whenever you've got a group of people in the absence of the Holy Ghost, you are bound to have complexes emerging. And complexes grieve the Holy Spirit. Amen. I think let's just bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we have read the portion of the scripture and we are having great expectations. Songs of Zion have already been sung unto you. And the Holy Ghost, I know that there are people in this church that have got needs. And some are just visitors. Some managed to give me a call and indicate what their needs were. But Heavenly Father, even without me going into a pastoral consultation with them, the Holy Ghost is higher than a pastor, and it can do something even during the course of the service. And once the service is done, it can be a confirmation that God had spoken to them. That is my desire. May the Holy Spirit take the preeminency. May you borrow my human lips and put aside my intellect and speak to the souls of your people. That is my desire. And devil and demons, you are not invited in this place. This is a place that has been consecrated for the operation of the Holy Ghost. If there is somebody that is sick, may you touch them and make them whole, dear God. And Heavenly Father, our expectation, help us to have the right mental attitude towards the divine promises of God because that is what makes the scripture to be a living being. That is our desire as we take every spirit here under the control of the Holy Ghost for the glory of God. And we ask all these things being cognizant of the name that was given to us, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As you take your seats. I will keep you that long to worry. Um, in the book of Matthew, I just want to read here. It says Matthew 4, verse 4. Matthew 4, verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Uh, what does it mean? If you don't eat bread naturally, what's going to happen to you? If you don't eat bread, what, what if you don't eat? What are you going to? What's going to happen to you? You become, mm, Brother Clement says, then you lack nutrition. That means you become malnourished. We are together, and then. Uh, it's, uh, then as a result of being malnourished, then you become susceptible to various kinds of diseases or various viruses, and then thereafter you can actually die. Are we together? Uh, But it does not mean that if you eat 
uh, anything that goes. It doesn't mean that every food is the right food for your body. Uh, are we together? I don't get an amen on that one. Amen. So, uh, and some people have gone, you know, in our time, people are really delving into these things well, to such an extent. There is a man that wrote a book called God's Pharmacy. And in that book, he was trying to say, you eat according to your blood group. If your blood group is O, that means there is a specific diet that you must eat on. Are we together? Uh, I'm not on that. You, you can pray for your food and eat. You are, you are, it's at your own discretion. But uh, I'm here to speak about spiritual things. So it is written, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every weight that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen. So my subject this evening, or this morning, is uh, a divine diet. Amen. A divine diet. Because when you hear what Paul says to the Corinthians, he said, I have fed you with milk not with meat. Amen. So you know that as soon as the baby is born, the baby has got to be breastfed. Amen. And I remember I brought an analogy the other time, which was very interesting, that the, uh, uh, there is what I would call a bottle, uh, a bottle feeding preacher <coughs> and a breastfeeding preacher. Uh, when a mother bottle feeds the baby, the, that means that milk does not come from the mother's system. It comes from a different source. It could be a cow, and that milk is processed, then the baby feeds on that milk. But when the mother uh, breastfeeds the child, it's something that went through the mother's system first. Are we together? Amen. And sometimes what we are seeing in the end time is where a preacher comes to give the church something that he himself does not live. And such preachers, I call them bottle-feeding preachers, because he brings the sermon that has not worked through the, his system first. Are uh, we together? That means if, if a sermon has got to bring repentance, it has to bring repentance first from the minister, and then he brings that to the church. That means if the blessing, if the sermon is a blessing, it has to bless the minister first before it blesses the church. It has to run through the system of the minister. So a lot of times, the reason you see pastors and ministers following with women is and while they are preaching and blessing the people, they are bottle feeding. They are giving you something that does not run through their system first. And let me tell you, uh, I was looking at a documentary where certain men were impersonating a zebra. They had put a zebra costume and they went among the zebras and the zebras were looking at this funny. It was two men that were in that costume. Now, those men, uh, when they were in that costume, uh, while uh, exploring and they're among these zebras, and these zebras were looking at this funny-looking zebra, uh, they could see that the stripes, it looks like a zebra. It kind of like walks like a, be- a zebra. But the problem is that it was not a zebra, but they didn't have a problem with it. But while they had misled the zebras, the li- real lions came from nowhere. Are uh, we together? 
Now, because the real lions are coming for the zebras, the real zebras ran away. Now, those men were stuck there, uh, and one lion just grabbed that costume and ripped it apart. But unfortunately, before the lion could attack them, the people that were feeling them, they shot some stuff and the lion uh, disappeared. But what it taught me is that what you claim to be, you must be that. Because the devil is going to attack you on the basis of the projection that you have given him. Are we together? If you are an eagle, be a real eagle indeed. Hallelujah. Because the devil is not going to say it's an eagle that pretends to be a chicken. So I've got to bring a trial that is for a chicken. He, if he sees you speaking like an eagle, quoting the scriptures, he is going to attack you like an eagle. Are we together? So folks, be who you are. Are we together? I hope we are together here. So I, I want to speak on a divine uh, diet. Amen. Uh, and if I make you uncomfortable as I move along in terms of the natural type in the spiritual, you, you will bear with me. Amen. The, uh, maybe I'll show you a, a bit of a testimony. Uh, uh, immediately after I got employed, I was very excited to have signed on the dotted line, excited that I'm going to get a salary, it was given a company car, and I remember I was just excited and every time, because I was a bachelor, so my favorite place used to be Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, just to celebrate my perceived success, but the more I visited them, the more the food brought a body change. Uh, are we together? Uh, uh, and w- uh, that means I became what I was eating. Uh, are we together? And, and when I looked, it was more convenient because I walked into KFC. In less than 15 minutes, I walk out with my dinner ready or with my lunch ready. It seems like they were offering me convenience. But I realized that it was just a junk promise that was producing a junk life which was attracting specific diseases. I'm talking about myself. I'm not going to talk about you. Are we together? Then it dawned on me that it may happen as well, spiritually speaking, where you are being given a promise which is a junk. And you are excited because the promise has got, does not bring any condemnation. You enjoy and feed on that. But before you know it, you go to a doctor, he says, you've got sugar diabetes or you've got high blood pressure. Uh, those that they, they call them lifestyle diseases. I wish you, I'm, I'm going to share about me so that it does not reflect anybody else. Later on, I joined Coca-Cola. Uh, goodness, I'm saying for what it is, this is the truth. Uh, what happened is I was shocked the very first day when I got there. They told me that if you need a cold drink, you can drink as much as you can. There were just fridges all over the passages. You can drink till you dropped it. Uh, when you get to the canteen, there was three taps of different flavors. You just open the tap and fill up your cup with whatever soda that you wanted. 
but uh, they told me that it is mandatory that once in a quarter you need to go to the clinic so that they assess you. Uh, which you get. So that means they knew that if it is not done in moderation, it is going to bring diseases. Uh, which you get. And a bulk, Brother Mtlev will, will confirm, a bulk of the diseases that we suffer from, they are mainly related to how we eat. And spiritually speaking, the diseases that we suffer from spiritually, it has to do with what we are eating on. Are we together? This morning the table is late. You are here to feed from the table. It depends what I feed you as a pastor. If I feed, and let me tell you, what I, what I feed you once, because once the service is done, is Monday morning. How you live, it, it will determine what you are feeding on. Uh, hallelujah. And that is why we don't want to make things easier. We want to give you the right diet. Are we together? So that on Monday morning when you meet the David, you've got all the spiritual vitamins. You are able to look him in the face and put him in his position because you were feeding on the right material. Are we together? The danger part is that the right diet, good food, no one loves good food. That's right. uh, young ones, they don't even love spinach anymore. Uh, are we together? Uh, and, and even spiritually speaking, people do not love good, solid, spiritual food. Yeah. And pastors, because they realize even good spiritual food, people don't like them, then they have tempered with the food that they give to the people because when you get to KFC it's a queue, it can even go all the way to the street but when you get to somewhere where they sell organic material you don't even find the queue are you here, are you getting where I'm going folks are we together, even in a church where they feed spiritual junk Oh, goodness, even the people don't know where to sit. Some are outside. It's, a, it's full. Hallelujah. But uh, later, I don't care what you are eating, eating on. I just need to check your lifestyle. How you live after you are fed on what you are feeling on. And if it makes you to be victorious above sin, praise be to God. But I know you can never bluff the David. The devil knows the real stuff. Are we together? The devil, Brother Brennan says that the weakest of the weakest of Christians, when they go down on their knees, even the demons tremble. Why? It is because of what they are feeding on. The devil is worried about what you are feeding on. If you are feeling on the weight, he knows that the weight will defeat the enemy anywhere, anytime, and under any condition. And today, the weight has been restored back to the church. Uh, are you with me, folks? And uh, a child, once he's fed a, a milk or is breastfed, there's got to come a time where the mother has to got to do a painful thing to wean the child off. And I've seen you mothers have got different ways of doing that. Uh, I remember all my children, when the time came for them to be weaned off, what would happen is that they would take the baby, drop the baby at the grandmother's place for three weeks. Uh, the mother is not there. Because I'm told that if you try to wean off the child, while staying with the child is difficult because he, the child can still smell milk. And even when you try to give the child the solid food, 
because of the smell that is there, he is crying that he needs to be breastfed. And we know that a child that keeps on being breastfed longer, they become weaker, they become very fragile. Are we together? So at some point in time, as a mother, you migrate a child from uh, milk, and then you give them the solid food. And if you delay to migrate a child to the solid food, then you end up having a child that is very weak. Are we together? If the pastor delays to get to the church, to move the church from milk and migrate them to solid food, that child becomes very fragile. It becomes weak. The immune system becomes weak because it is a season for the something solid, but they are still being fed milk. Are we together? When you, once you come into the message, we will give you milk. But there is a time where we need to give you solid food so that you can stand your ground. Are we together? A child that is being breastfed needs the mother's protection wherever the child goes. But as soon as the child migrates to solid food, you don't even care where your child is. They run around, and when they are hungry, they come and tell you that they are hungry. Are we together? So we are eagle folks. We are eagles. Eagles eat meat. Amen. Are you here, folks? Eagles eat milk. Are we together? Now, the prophet of God says here, in the message, God's covenant with Abraham and his seed, he says the church needs some vitamins. How many agree with that? He says it has become anemia, which means lack of blood. Are we together? You know, when you, you become, or I'll come back to that it's, it's never system run down. I tell you, God has got a whole storehouse full of vitamin here. And I will beat all, and it will beat all they got in this drug store. Uh, you know that when you get to the doctor, some of you, he would give you uh, uh, multivitamins and say you need to, to supplement if you lack iron then you need to eat that but remember for the doctor to prescribe that for you it means he's prescribing that which is lacking in your food are we together if, the, if, if what you eat does not have iron at some point in time you experience iron deficiency and when you experience iron deficiency that's when you experience the dizziness and so forth are we together and in the end time the church has become dizzy in relation response to the sin because there are certain vitamins that are lacking and let me tell you the vitamins that are needed for the hour will only be found for the weight of the hour that has come through the messenger of the hour you can never have the entire the whole vitamins when you reject the messenger of your hour are you here church if you reject the messenger of the hour you will never have vitamins can I, you allow me to preach you allow me to preach this morning you will begin to see all pastors that are beginning to have a problem with the voice of the prophet not long you will find them being entangled in women issues in money issues in popularity issues because why the only remedy for any minister against those three tables, it is the revealed weight of the hour. Are you here, folks? That is the vitamin that are there. And I'm glad because when you've got it, I think I was sharing with Brother Mbanyana and we're talking about how 
whenever you do things, you've got to involve your wife and how, I hope I'm not feeling people in on our conversation, but how you need to involve your wife. And we're talking about how your wife becomes a protection. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, a woman that would want to snatch another man's husband would first hate the wife of that husband first. Uh, hallelujah. Brothers, are you here? There are things that a woman can see that a man cannot see. Can I get an amen, sister? Uh, hallelujah. Uh, a woman would know who would cause trouble even before you see trouble. Uh, are we together? So we're just talking that if you are running whatever, if you run a business and you've got your wife, it protects you from a lot of things because all these others, they've got to go through her. And the sisters, they never compromise. If they see something is wrong, they will raise and say, hey, that one is going to give us a problem. Are we together? In the ministry, the best protection that a man has is his wife. Are we together? And that's why no matter how spiritual you can be, no man is supposed to visit another woman without the company of his own wife. Absolutely. Uh, I think you can clap hands for that so that you remember. Are we together? You need the company of your wife or a deacon when you go and visit a, a woman, especially. You remember, Brother Brown taught us that that if you get to a place. And then they didn't have cell phones, but it says when I knock there and I want to check, uh, is your husband here? And she says, my husband is here. Brother Brown said, immediately I would walk away because I did not want to bring a reproach. So the beauty about our time, you don't even go and knock. You phone first. Why? It makes the ministry to have integrity. But those things, you cannot be able to do them unless you eat the revealed word of the hour. Because it's what brings the vitamins. It's possible. It is possible to live in a generation that women walk around half naked and not be lustful after them. I repeat, it is possible. It is possible. The remedy is on the tapes. The tapes have got the vitamins. The more you eat the, the vitamins from the tape, it makes you, it immunizes you from certain attacks of the enemy. And let me, if you're going to be irresponsible as a believer and not read the spoken and not listen to the tape, not come to church, you are not going to make it. You are not going to overcome, folks. This, this is a, a, we are now in a danger zone. This is a, 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 a any, any time we are going, are we together? I hope we are with me. Now, just accept them spiritual vitamins. And when I hear, I'm told that when you are on a plane and you fly higher, there isn't food on the, on the flight tastes not so nice. Food on the flight are terrible. But I was told that it is not the food that is a problem. They say the higher you fly, you lose 25% of your taste. Did you hear that? So that means when you are down here on the ground and you eat the food, the taste becomes better. But as soon as it takes off, your taste 
for the food drops. And I'm saying if a flight that flies 36,000 feet above ground can make you lose 25% of your taste, how much more when you are now on a supernatural flight that takes you higher and higher and higher that means your taste for the things of the world, it does not drop by 50%. It does not drop by 30%. It drops 100%. You have no desire for those things. So what does it mean? It means if you still have an appetite for the things of the world, your altitude is low. And what is the remedy? Increase the altitude. And how do you increase the altitude? Every tape. Increase your attitude. Every spoken way, increase your attitude. Every saving, increase your attitude. Before you know it, because you are an eagle. Does it make sense, folks? Uh, are you here, young people? I especially want to speak to young men. She looks attractive this week, but you come to the service. Down the line, you realize how horrible she looks. It's not that she has changed. It's because you have increased your altitude. And if you lower your altitude, the more she becomes attractive. And no, in no time, you have gone back to the world. Come up hither. Believer, come up hither. What does it mean? Increase your altitude. Just accept them spiritual vitamins. I feel, I was told, they say when a mother is pregnant, there's a fetus, and maybe she experiences an organ damage. They say the fetus will send the stem cells to an organ that is damaged, to repair the organ that is damaged. That, that is science. I've read about that. And I was saying, oh, that means a body can heal a body. Yeah. And it made me stop and I said, we thank God for Brother Brennan. Yeah. Then later I found Brother Brennan saying, when you are sick, your spiritual body is next to you. Yeah. And it says your spiritual body nudges against your natural body yeah. to bring healing to your natural body. A body healing another body. Science confirms it. The prophet confirms it. Just accept them spiritual vitamins. It will build you up. You will become a peculiar person. You will become a holy person. Why? Based on what you are feeding on. Are we together? He continues in the message, spiritual amnesia. Paragraph 117, he said, but they have gotten a bad case of this spiritual amnesia. Amnesia is a loss of memory. You don't remember your identity. You don't remember the people, the, the, your family. You don't remember where you come from. And it says, just like Eve got on her around through the garden one day, she is like Israel, suffering from this same disease. An allergy from a seminary diet that will give you spiritual amnesia. I want you to remember with this phrase. An allergy from a seminary diet 
will give you spiritual amnesia. Did you get that one, folks? What does it mean? If you eat not on the revealed word of God, you've got to find a source where you need to feed on. A child whose parents cannot give them food, they've got to find a garbage can and feed from a garbage can. Are we together? Because why? You've got to feed on something. And even now, every one of you, you are feeding on something. And if you want to check what you are feeding on, check the books that you are reading. Check magazines that you are reading. Check the the, the programs that you are watching or listening to. A lot of times, the reason believers are defeated, it is not because of what is happening in the four walls. It is what is happening out of the four walls based on what they are feeding on. And let me tell you something. What you are feeding on it has a way of coming out and showing that you are feeding on something other than the word of God. There will be statements that you say. There will be tendencies that you, you exhibit that shows that the source of your diet is not Malachi for. What you feed on, on in secret has got a way of coming out in the open. Brothers, are you here? If you've got your own tablet and you feed on pornography, it has a way of showing out in public what you were consuming in private. I'm going to preach here. Are we together? A, A man that, a married man that feeds on pornography, not long, he, he, how he relates to his wife is no longer the same. Oh, uh, do you want me to preach? Sister, she, he will start demanding you to dress in a certain manner. And you are wondering, why does my husband want me to dress in this manner? No, it's because he's feeling on something that is not telling you on what he's feeling on. And he wants you to resemble the image that he's feeling on in, a, in his private closet. I've said it. Did you catch it? I will repeat it so that people must not wonder and catch it. What a brother feeds on in secret will manifest in the open. If he feeds on pornography in the private closet, not long, either he transforms the wife to suit the image that he sees in private, or he leaves the wife and go finds another woman that resembles the image. But the problem is not the woman that he has found. The problem is what he was feeling in his secret chamber. And a brother, when he fits on the tape, he will manifest the life of the tape in public. Does it make sense, folks? What you read about in private, it reflects what is out there. A young man that fits on Malachi 4, the time when it comes for him to marry, he will look for the Malachi 4 material. But if he was feeling on something else, even though he was with us in church, he will look for something different because what you feel on will reflect on the outside. I wonder whether are you with me this morning. An allergy from a seminary diet will give you a spiritual amnesia. We are beginning to have bad cases of spiritual amnesia. 
amnesia, it makes you forget who you are, your background, where you are going, you forget everything. It's a, it raises your memory. And we are beginning to see that. The other time I was somewhere and I acquired, uh, caused quite a stay. There's a way different pastors that I had to become and say a few things. I was not crushing the minister that came before me. I was reinforcing what he was saying. But maybe some people did not get, get it in the, the way I was putting it. This pastor came before me and said, we are amazed. The church in the end time it is becoming weaker. Believers are no longer doing this and that. And we begin to see things that we never saw before creeping in. And, and once it was done, I had to go. I said, I acknowledge what the pastor said about things that they see in the church. I said, but the problem is not the members. The problem is the pulpit. I say, because the weight, the Bible says in the beginning was the weight. The weight was with God. And the weight was made flesh. And I say, if you remain with the weight and preach the weight, the people have got to become the weight. Are we together? Then, but at the moment we as ministers change certain things, they are reflected on the pews. But the problem is not on the pews. The problem, the, the, that is the symptom of the problem. Are we together? The moment if I can change and move away from the tape, you are going to begin to see that. In the lives of the people. I hope we are together. He says, get some seminary diet. You will get an allergy. The first thing you know, you will get amnesia real bad. Until you don't believe anything the Bible says. Amen. He continues in this message, faith is the substance. He says, this day that we are living in, it's such a day of unsettled peace. Unsettled rest everywhere. People are running to and fro, speaking whatever they may speak. Most anybody can get a following. Anyone can get people following him, no matter what they preach. I'll stay here. Uh, have you ever seen a new car that drives down the road is the latest car and you look at the car you say, what the most horrible car? How can somebody drive such a car? And when you wonder, in no time, that car is all over with paint. Until you yourself say, maybe I did not see it correctly. No, let me tell you, when the designer designed the car wherever he was, even though it may be looking ugly, but the spirit that was in the designer was already on the consumers out there. So it is the deep calling to the deep. And you, because you don't have the spirit of the designer, you say it is ugly. But the one that has got the spirit of the designer, he looks at the car and says, my goodness, this car is beautiful. Why is the spirit corresponding? A doctrine can come and you until you say, no one will believe this. But people are already there anointed with that spirit of that doctrine. No matter how ridiculous it sounds, people are ready to accept it. And I'm glad that it works spiritually. No matter how harsh the message of Malachi 4 was, there was already people anointed 
to receive the word from Malachi 4. This is an activity of spirit, folks. People are running to and fro, speaking whatever they may speak. Most anybody can get a following. We never thought people would follow a person that preaches polygamy. But they are following them in their thousands. Why? It's a spirit. And it had people that were anointed with that spirit. Amen. And polygamy is nothing better than to say it is a pastor that has failed to live up to having one woman and wanted an excuse and got a bunch of supporters that were ignorant to support him in his faith. Amen. And polygamy will make you poor. Amen. We're trying to make ends meet with one woman. You are looking for two women. It's not economically viable. I don't need a scripture to renounce it. Common sense should teach you one is enough. Amen. Amen. brothers say yes, sir. One is enough, brothers. Amen. Most anybody, no matter what they teach or think, somebody will listen to them. It's a day that the prophet spoke of. People, when they are hungry, they will eat from anywhere. If children and people are starving, they will eat from a garbage can. That ones eat from a nice table. But you know why people are hungry? You know why your child enjoys the meal that you serve in your house? You say you've got certain expectations about yours. Your child, even before we come to the dinner table, isn't it so? Isn't it so, brethren? So, if a child should remain under your roof, he's got to acknowledge that the mom and dad are in this roof. Are we together? If dad is not there, he's got or she's got to respect the mother and do things according to an expectation that a child should be in the family. Are we together? Then, from that time, obediency brings us to buy them clothes. Obediency brings them to make sure that there is food on the table. Are we together? But a child that swears at you, that child may end up eating from the garbage can. And the people, the reason they're eating from the garbage can, they've refused obedience to the weight in the house under the headship of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as a result, they are out there. They will eat all kinds of junk. Are we together? There is an expectation you've got to change in order to be accepted by the Lord Jesus Christ. You've got to die to yourself. You've got to change your habits, your thinking. Everything has got to change in order to be accepted. And once you have changed, he feeds you with a secret man. Amen. He says, if children and if children and people are starving, they will eat from a garbage can. That once eat from a nice table. The prodigal son once ate around the table that was laid in his father's house. But there came a time when he said, I need my inheritance. And he went down to the far country. When he got to the far country, he mingled with pigs which a Hebrew child was not supposed to stoop to those low levels. And remember, Brother Steve put it that he began to eat the husk, the husk which is the Pentecostalism 
I went together, but one day he remembered in my father's house there is a seven cost seven seals. I'm going back to my father's house. I went together. If you reject the headship of your father, you will eat from the garbage can. But if they are hungry, they will eat somewhere. So I think true ministers of the gospel ought to be up and going, ought to be giving the people the right things. Meat in due season. What is meat in due season? The angel said to Brother Brenham, don't go anywhere, store up the food. And where was the food stored up? On the tapes. So that means if we want to feed the people, we need to go and get from the tapes and feed the people. Are we together? Let me tell you, there is no church that will overcome unless that church has got a close proximity with the tapes. A church that rejects the tape, we don't just watch. Not long, divorces are coming up. Not long, young people are falling up by the wayside. Why? It's because if you reject the way, you've got to accept another spirit. I hope we are together, folks. Amen. Now, when a body is sick, and you go to a medical doctor, a lot of times, the medical doctor will want to know the diary of what you eat. And will try to pinpoint the things that you are eating that you should not be eating. And some of you, he might have told you, maybe the medical doctor said, don't drink soft drinks, stop. Uh, some of you might have said, just wash your sugar or, or sugar intake. Some can say, watch your salt intake. Some can say, just check the amount of fat that you consume. Uh, the reason he's doing that, he, make, he, he sees that what creates the problem in the body is based on what you are eating. And for you to be able to, it's not just about drinking medication. You must drink the medication but avoid certain foods yeah. because your body is vulnerable once you consume those foods. Are we together? Now, spiritually speaking as well, when the soul is sick, there is a body sickness and there is a soul sickness. Amen. A body sickness, the doctor will attend the body. The soul sickness, it is only God that can go and assess what is the problem of the soul. Are we together? And, and you remember there was a sister that lost her mind. And Brother Brennan speaks about it in the midst of the greatest battle ever fought. He says this sister... Uh, 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 committed adultery and later she did not confess that her husband was out somewhere as a soldier and she committed the adultery and when she lost her mind she became sick and she came to the prophet the prophet said you've got something to confess that is why folks I don't believe in divine healing that has just been dished out I've seen people that God has given given them the gift of divine healing that are applying it scripturally they would want to sit with a person and say is everything right in your life because remember if something is not right in your life it becomes an area that attracts demonic forces 
Are you here, folks? So it's not a matter of just speaking in tongues and praying for a person. You've got to assess the life of the individual. Because sometimes it's not so much divine healing that is needed. It's just a pure repentance and a demon flees away. And if you try to pray for a person that must repent, uh, without them repenting, you are just praying over a demon. The demon will become stubborn. Because the demon has got something to hold on to. Are you here, folks? Now, this sister came, and Brother Brenham said to her, you've got something to confess to your husband. And said, Brother Brenham, no way, so confess that to God. Brother Brenham said, you did not sin against your God. You sinned against your husband. You've got to face your husband and say, I did not live right to my very rich vow, and I apologize. Are we together? She says, no way. And Brother Brenham said, what saved the woman was that your husband has got exactly the same thing to confess to you. And the sister realized that now we are square. Are we together? But when they, were, when, when they came and they confessed it, that demon left. Yeah. But the sister had been going through psychologists. Yeah. She has gone through this, whoever they went through, medical professionals. But none of them could pick up where the problem was. But when she came in the presence of the man of God, he went right down into the depth of her soul and realized that there is an unconfessed sin and it makes your soul sicker. It's not the body that is sick, it's the soul that is sicker. And when she made a confession, God healed the soul. Because your soul is the control room. But I'm amazed. We value the flesh more than we value the soul. And when you value the flesh more than you value your soul, you become carnal. No one in this church can go into a restaurant and while you are buying, you see cockroaches all over the place and you continue to order your meat. No one. The moment you see, and this day some of us, when we walk in, you check everything. You check even the faces of the people. Do they really take a bath? Or You really want to inspect, is the place clean? Are we together? And if you see one thing and say, why is it like that? Then you begin to say, no, 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 I think I'm not. I don't need anything. Then you move on. But you don't tell them that, no, I saw how things are. There is no, that's why I'm not buying but why are the people, spiritually speaking, they would sit in a church where they realize that there is a contamination of food? Yeah. But yet the same person cannot be in spare or wimpy and they serve him dinner and he sees something wrong. You are the first person to say, let's phone the head office. I will not eat this because something is not right. But when you come into church, you don't say, let us fall the heavenly head of it and check if the diet is right. Amen. Amen. Because why? We neglect the soul. We value the body. Brother Branham says in this message, the token, what we need is healing of our soul. Something in us that takes hold of the word. Just when you see the word made real, just speak the word, it will be so. He continues in the identified Christ of all ages. So divine healing, the main thing 
is divine healing of the soul. Lazarus rose from the dead, but Lazarus is dead today. Brother Bram say, you can pray for a person today, they get healed, but in no time, they will die again. But when you experience the healing of the soul, it is an eternal transaction. The body of Christ, it needs healing worse than anything that I know of. Is the body of Christ. It's been so broken up by men's theology and denominational differences until it's a sick body. It needs healing, great healing. And I trust that the Lord will do great healing towards the healing of his part of the body that's in there. And the word is here to bring the healing. He goes further in the message when faith expressed. He says, now, now, brings to pass today because we have faith. I know this is, this is of God. It's because these and other scriptures point to this hour. Revelation 10. That in the hour of the seventh angel's message, when he begins to sound forth his message, not a healing service, but the message that follows the healing service. The healing service was for the body, but the message that follows the healing service was the healing of the soul. But what attracted a lot of people, it was the healing of the body. Every person that he prayed for and the God healed, they were talking about it until I was reading an article where even a Catholic priest was testifying that he, we don't know where he fits in the scripture, but we know that his ministry has touched men and women from all walks of life. And when they spoke about it, they spoke about the healing of the body. But which is a greater miracle? The healing of the body or the healing of the soul? And today, the emphasis is on the healing of the soul. And where will you get the healing of the soul? From the word of the hour. The word of the hour provides the, the natural nutrition to the soul. And when the soul is well nourished, there is no demon that can stand against that soul. But the soul that is weaker makes even the body to be weaker. The soul that is stronger makes the body to be stronger. Because why? The soul is the control tower. The soul is where you confess from. And you can bring everything under subjection based on what happens to the soul. All of you this morning, if we can pray for a person to walk out of the wheelchair, you will be clapping hands. Some of you will be crying. But what that is not important. What is important is when a sinner staggers into church and hears the revealed word of the hour and that so that way penetrates the soul. And a sinner says, oh man, I once was lost, but now I am found. I was blind, but now I can see. That is a greater miracle, even heaven shakes. But that is where people neglect that. Amen. He said in this message I've heard, but now I see. He says, then he promised in the hour of the seven angels' message. The seven seals would be revealed. I like what Brother Steve said during the convention, that the seven seals is the basic. Yeah. And I, I thought about it because normally when you came into the message, we thought the seven seals is the graduation ceremony yeah. of a believer. 
It's something that after so many years we say, finally I can see it. But I said, why is it the basic? I realized that the seventh seal is Christ. And you can never experience the new birth without Christ personally revealing himself to you. So I said, oh, no wonder we've got a problem. Because now we are putting the cart before the horse. We expect a person to live at 11 and say, but don't worry about the sales. The sales is for the seasoned one. No, it is the basic because anyone that comes must come through Christ. And Christ must reveal himself. And Christ is that seal. Are we together? Amen. The mistress and, and the died. And that is why I had much better say that without the revelation of the seals, you will not be able to tap into the anointing of the hour. That's right. He says Christ is those seals. He is the one that opened the seals. And who is Christ? The anointing. And it says everything is tied up in those seals. That means Without the seals, you will not see serpent seed. Right. You will not see marriage and divorce. Right. You will not see predestination. Because everything was included in the seals. Right. The seals is not a thesis. That's right. It is a diet of a believer. Right. Sisters, the seals is not the, preach, the preacher's material. It is your diet. Right. And everyone here you have to dig and get into the wet. Read for yourself. And when you don't understand something, wait upon the Lord. There will be me or another minister that will preach on it and it brings the illumination. But the onus starts with you to go and check. What, what did the scripture or the message say about this hour? And the greatest danger today, people are slumbering. People don't read. People don't dig into the weight anymore. But you want to overcome the devil. You are just taking chances, my brother, my sister. The devil means business and is an experienced person. 6,000 years if you exclude what the, the time that he spent in eternity. And you think that you, you're just going to sleep, wake up, go to work, no prayer life, no moment of sacred, no tape, no weight, nothing. And you say, goodness, we are more than conqueror you. The devil is not being blocked by a soul. The devil knows what you are feeling on. The devil checks your movement. And the devil is afraid about the people that get into the weight. Do you know how many demons are waiting for you outside the service today? Do you many know how many demons are waiting for your children after the service? Do you know how many demons are waiting on attacking your marriage after the service? Thousands. He promised in the hour of the seventh angel's message the seven seals would be revealed and the mysteries would be declared. Revelation 10. When the seventh angel begins to sound his message, not the healing service, the message that follows the healing service. The healing service was the bait. That just was there to cause a stay. So people could wonder what is going on. 
but it is not what attracted the rainbow trout. Yeah. Amen. Are we together? Yeah. It attracted the little fishes. They were interested in just biting the bait of divine healing, first pool and second pool. They were, goodness, even the wife of, 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 of T.L. Osborne, she says, we went to the service of Brother Branham. I was sitting in the front. I was just astounded by the accuracy of the gift. And when I got home, I told my husband, who was due to address a, a, a conference of, internet, of Pentecostal, but he says, my husband cancelled when I began to speak to him about what was happening in the service. And we looked for a, a seat closer. And Brother Charles one took a seat there as Brother Brenham was making the discernment. But when Brother Brenham went to the third pool, Charles yeah. yeah. says, he has lost his mind. And I'm glad he lost his mind because he could not operate the third pool with his mind. It had to be the mind of Christ. Amen. How are we together? Brother Branham says in Revelation chapter 4, paragraph 235, if you've got in a seminary, you are light, you will reflect a seminary. Your life reflects you are died. If you go to a Methodist seminary, you will reflect Methodisticism. You reflect. If you've got in Pentecostal seminary, you reflect Pentecostalism. But if you've got a burning bush experience, you experience that. Are we together? And a lot of times, even before I go ahead of myself, when uh, Alexander the Great when he was going to fight with the other troops, what he would do, they would come and cross the river. As soon as they cross the river, the first thing that he would do, he would say, come here, destroy your boats. And they said, why? How are we going to get back? He says, no, we are going to use their boats. So every man has got, because he realized to go into a battle with a soldier who still has got a boat to escape, Every time he looks at the battle, the more it intensifies, he looks for his boat. In no time, half of the soldiers will be on their way back. So the best way is to burn all your boats. The danger today in the message is because people came with their boat. They are still preserving them. And when the battle rages, they begin to jump into their Pentecostal boat, into their Methodist boat. This morning, I'm making a call. Burn down all your boats. Amen. Okay. I'm just working towards closing. Brother Brown says in the message, anointed ones, he says, I wasn't the one that appeared down on the river. I was only standing there when he appeared. Beautiful. I was only standing there when he appeared. I'm not the one that performs these things and foretells these things that happen as perfect as they are. I'm only one that's near when he does it. I was only a voice that he used. Brother Brum says like this mic. The mic does not have the voice of its own. There's got to be a voice and the mic is an instrument that projects the voice. Brother Brum was the mic of God in the end time. The voice of God. That was not the voice of William Brenham. God borrowed the lips of William Branham to declare the message in this generation. If you undermine that voice, you undermine God. 
I'm only one that's near when he does it. I wasn't I was only a voice that he used to say it. It wasn't what I knew, it's what I just surrendered myself to that he spoke through. It isn't me, it wasn't the seventh angel. No, it was the manifestation of the Son of Man through a Son of Man. It wasn't the angel. It was the mystery that God unfolded. It's not a man, it's God. The angel was not the Son of Man. He was the messenger from the Son of Man. The Son of Man is Christ. He is the one that you are feeding on. You are not feeding on a man. A man and his ways will fail. But you are feeding on the unfailing body weight of the Son of God. And if you are feeding on the weight, what happens? You become the weight. And when you feed on the weight and become the weight, the weight will defeat the enemy. You become immunized. And there is no better immunization today except the weight of God. It makes you to be vigilant. It makes you to be alert. It makes, it makes your state of well-being to be right on the top at all times. That is why the devil can never overrun you. Because every time we eat the way, the way reveals Christ and exposes the enemy. Why are the believers not going to overrun? It's because the more they eat the way, Christ reveals himself. And the revelation of Christ exposes the devil. That is why... When they train the reserve banks around the world, when they train the people to know the genuine uh, bank note, they don't use a fake. They don't say, look at this fake, this is what's happened, you'll know how. No, they say if we teach them the bank note that is genuine, they will know a fake one when they see it. And that is why we're not interested on what is happening out there. We're interested in what is happening through the revelation of the word of the hour. The more the people eat the way, when they move out and they meet the devil, they say, he's saying Jesus. But it's the devil. He sings about Jesus. But it's the devil. What brings that illumination? What you eat. Go and check what you eat. If something is not there, that is not supposed to be in your diet. Remove it. If there are magazines that you are reading that you are not supposed to read, push them aside. If there are things, that music that you listen to that you shouldn't listen to, put it aside. Brother Brennan, I think it's one message or it was the studies that were conducted. They say rock and roll can cause cancer. So can you see, a lot of our diseases depends on what you are listening. And as we often say, we live during a time of many voices. It depends which voice are you going to keep alive in your life, in your family, in your church. And I say, my desire is that keep the voice of Malachi alive. God bless you. As we stand to our feet, a seven Adventist men asked me the other time, I said, how do we get it right? How many of the old timers used to remember our sessions with seven Adventists? One of the elders called me aside and said, how do you get this church right? 
the sisters, they look. He actually spoke to some of our sisters. He says, you are wonderful. And he came and said, Pastor, we are trying to do that in the seven Adventists, but we are not winning. How are you winning? I say, it depends on what people are feeding on. That diet will reflect on the outside. God bless you, Rachel. Let's sing a worshiping song.
from the book of the law, Lord, as you say to Joshua, Father, we thank you, worship you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 songs and then have a blessed week. Amen. See you on Wednesday, 6 o'clock. God bless you. We stand and lift
Hallelujah. And Brother Brahman said, the seven sinner brings him back to this earth. This earth is filled with his glory. It doesn't refer to the physical structure. You know, after the opening of the sins, we sing differently. We sing with an understanding. Amen. God bless you, brothers. You did very well with Baraton. Amen. Yeah, it's good. Paul says, let the holy men raise holy hands and worship the almighty God. Amen. So, we really thank God for, for such. Give us the last one. You are dismissed. You have a blessed week. Pray for one another. Pray for one another. That Lord says, just kneel down and begin to mention believers. A prayer that is meant for others is the most effective prayer. Uh, God hears such a prayer. Amen. So as you pray for us, we pray for you. And all of us, we become energized in the kingdom of God. But my greatest plea, listen to the tapes. A tape a day keeps the devil away. As they say, April a day keeps the doctor away. A tape a day keeps the devil away. I can do with a tape rather than April. God bless you, Rishna. Thank mm-hmm. you.